welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. Happy 60th episode! Oh, right, it's me. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) He was so shocked at the news that it was the 60th episode. I I was! I was flabbergasted. Nobody ever goes before you, except in this super rare case that we have Alistair. I'm who I've never been on an episode with and never will because I go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this that will serve as my introduction. Uh, I'm Connor coming at you not live with Steve Buscemi, <laughs> and I'm Tepper. Yeah. This week, we'll be watching The Sorcerer's Apprentice, directed by John Turtletib, released in 2010. The Chinatown sequence took five months to plan. Half a ton of confetti was used in this sequence. Noise. Hell yeah. Connor and I brought this movie to us this week. Why? Because it's cage time. Cage time, baby. Cage time. Cage time. Uh... Yeah, movie. We've watched. We're bringing it. It's cage time. Also figured it'd be good to extend, to uh, do our Halloween movies in November. Uh, first with Face Off, and now with The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Halloween themes, but in November. Halloween's hard. It is hard. What's Halloween? I mean, I'm hard for Halloween. What's <laughs> Halloween this year, guys? Like, we're all going to be spooky alone in our houses. Well, that's me every day. You mean we will have been, because uh, this is coming out late November. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my my plan for Halloween is to play spooky games, and I've got I've got a couple lined up that are real good, so look forward to that. Or if you're listening to this, well, you already missed it. <laughs> and also would have had no way to see them, possibly. <laughs> that too. Also, did you even try? Did I even try to reach people? No, did the people even try to get to you? Oh, like, put in yeah. some effort, guys. Tepper's not hard to find. I'm not. I could go, I could go find Tepper right now if I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's true. Walk a lot right of people to could come find me right now. Yeah. In fact, you could walk right to me. <laughs> Wouldn't take that long, either. Uh, yeah, does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? Uh, I think it was, like, on TV a bunch at some point, And I saw, I think, like, a little bit of it. Because, again, like, my mom will watch, she'll just, like, leave the TV on sometimes and, like, watch random movies between, like, her working and cooking and stuff like that. And I think this was one of the movies that I saw a bit of. It looked mediocre. Any Anything that is, like, a Portal Fantasy or a You're a Wizard Harry, I'm down for. And that, that you know, that was this. What Disney, it's part of the Disney legacy of, like, trying to monetize every single property they have in every way that they possibly can. And what better way to do that than with Cage? I mean, like, yeah. All right. Uh, we're now showing the Tepper the poster for the movie. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Apologies, it's kind of small but you should be able to read the text. Oh, that's subtitle. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, okay, this is... Oh, wow. Okay, so... I thought it was Justin Long. It's Jay Baruchel. 
I'm sorry I'm racist against uh, Jews, I guess. Who's Jay Burchell? The Exactly. The guy right there on the poster. It's Justin Long and who's Jay Burchell? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so at the top, from the director and producer of National Treasure. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay, like, I'm down with that. That's exciting. Uh, shame like the rest of the poster could sucks. So the, they're like doing like kind of like a lame under uh, underworld thing where they're like standing on top of like a tall building. There's three characters, uh, Nicolas Cage with like long and what kind of looks like greasy hair wearing like long trench coat, you know, kind of like modern wizard. Honestly, that's an aesthetic. Shit. I kind of want to look like that. He's really rocking the Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, I was going to say like he actually looks real good. Like, I, I, I like this look. Um, and then on his right is uh, just, no, Jay Burchell. <laughs> <It's laughs> that one was on purpose. Uh, and he's doing, like, this, like, bad blue magic effect. Uh, it's like a beam. Kamehameha. Cast magic missile at the dark. It basically looks like a bad Kamehameha. Uh, and then there's the obligatory female character with like extremely blonde bright blonde hair and she's like further in the back just kind of like looking at the other two i'll be honest i forgot there was a female character me too it's like same uh and then the sorcerer then at the bottom just the sorcerer's apprentice um and with the subtext of uh it's the coolest job ever mm-hmm I like how the wording is set up. It's it looks like it's the Disney Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I was. You have to have to say that. I didn't realize this was like a Disney movie. Yeah, yes. they 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 created the Sorcerer's Apprentice. The, do you know what the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Is? They created it. Uh Spencer mentioned to me that there's like a 1966 movie or some shit like that. So 1940 is Fantasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of one of the musical scenes is the Sorcerer's Apprentice. There is a book from the 1700s or something where it originally comes from. Have you seen Fantasia, Tepper? Uh, I watched a bit of it as a kid. I thought it was boring. I watched that a lot as a kid. Maybe we should put that on the list if it's not there. Things just just for context, people remember that like a few episodes ago, Tepper said that Beethoven was also boring. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I did not say that. You totally did. Oh, no. We have the tapes. Okay, yeah, play the tapes, because I swear I didn't oh, say Beethoven was wasn't... boring. It might have been not dramatic enough. I think that was, I think that's what it was, actually. Um, but yeah, we should add Fan- We should add Fantasia to the list. Ugh. They did a, like, they did a 80s or 90s remaster or something i don't know if it's actually the you're, same you're talking about fantasia 2000 yeah. that's what it is yeah which Fuck i'll let yeah. you guess the year of finished <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know if it's the same and just like it's not at all okay i've probably i don't actually know i've seen oh, i've seen one of yeah, them i don't know yeah it is the sorcerer's apprentice is in both of them oh yeah i mean it's in both of them but like and it's just it, it's, it's just a remastered version of the sorcerer's apprentice as far as i know for that but like for the Fantasia the as other, a whole. Yeah, the other ones Fantasia are Fantasia 2000 yeah, yeah. is quite different. Yeah, but the the they they both share the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes, yes they do. Yeah, one. no, one, yeah, no sure. one's arguing that. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know which of the two, if not both, I have seen. 
Oh. I've definitely seen an instance of Fantasia. 2000 is probably more likely. Fantasia's already on the list. Throw Fantasia 2000 on the list, then. Hell yes. All right. Man, so like, like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, like, that looks really cool. And then I turned it on, and I'm like, this is fucking lame. This is boring. I hate this. (laughs) I'd rather we, like, not watch Fantasia. Please. It's an anthology. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. There is some stuff in that first one, if we get the right version of it, that we are going to have things to talk about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, kn- I know there was definitely, like, something in Fantasia. Like, I might have seen, like, an, like a VHS preview or something like that, where I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Like, I want to get to that. And then I just found it, like, incredibly boring. So I'm trying to remember, is there, like, a part in Fantasia with, like, a giant firebird or some shit like that? That would be Fantasia 2000. Okay, some... Maybe I saw bits of Fantasia 2000. I don't know. All I know is, is like, I, I watched it for the Firebird, and it wasn't cool, and it wasn't fun, so I went, fuck this. That would be Tchaikovsky's Firebird short from Fantasia 2000. It is both cool and fun, and uh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure, like, the Firebird is fine. It's just, like, everything else sucks. All right. Uh, what do you think this movie's about? Fantasia 2000. Yeah, that seems likely. They just want it's just Nick Cage watching Fantasia. <laughs> yeah, 2000. yeah. Uh, no, okay. So I'm assuming like the kid kind of like in a similar way to like like Harry like in a Harry Potter kind of like origin story thing of like he stumbles across Nick Cage doing magic stuff and like is insistent that Nick Cage take him on and teach him magic and probably Nick Cage will go like. No, 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 I it's I shouldn't be teaching magic or something like that. And he'll have like some former student who like turned into his enemy. Uh and who knows, maybe like Nick Cage will be like Merlin. Uh and then like, you know, he's dealing with Morgan Le Fay or some shit like that. Um and then the kid gets like wrapped up in all of it and then turns out like the kid's actually like pretty good. And then, like, the movie ends with, like, the villain defeated, maybe, yeah, almost certainly a sequel hook of some kind, and, like, yeah, something along those lines. I'm just kind of throwing darts at a big board. I really got caught off guard about how you described that being similar to Harry Potter's opening. That was very well, interesting uh, to me. Yeah, well, like, like uh, it's obviously not, like, a great comparison, because, like, Harry was always destined to kind of be a... Yeah, okay. Be a <laughs> magic like, remember, user. Remember that time when Harry Potter just stumbled into the wizarding world? Yeah, but but like that sense of like, oh fuck, like there's this whole other world of magic and shit like that. But yeah, there's definitely like a much better comparison. Yeah, that is very fair. Um, yeah, that does sound like a two thousands, well, or a, a, a pretty much ever Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. That was a very you. You made a lot of bold claims there. I'm I'm excited. I, you know, it's it's like the the you know Spy Kids, Clock Stoppers, like that kind of thing. Of I don't know. I find they're all like the same. How dare you utter those two films in the same breath? <laughs> God, I love Spy Kids. Very good. All right. See you after the film. So-called report on Napoleon Bonaparte from your school bag. Your analysis was obvious. Your prose was weak. I was nine. 
irrelevant. Where's the Grimhold? And we're back. So, what did everyone think? This movie fucking blows. Yeah, this movie sucks. <laughs> um, the effects were cool. Yeah. Um, it was a very nice sort of Disney Workshops effects showcase. Yeah. Alfred Molina um, did very well in his role as the bad wizard man. I liked his understudy, too. He was a little bit fun, and Nicolas Cage was good. Yes. Yeah. Every, everything else made like, me mad. Like, yeah. take, take out the teenagers, and I think this is a good movie. Not, yeah. like, great, but... Yes, actually. Um... This movie gave me, like, a fucking headache a quarter into it. Like, I just... It was painful to watch. It hurt to watch these... Especially the, like, cringy parts. I didn't realize how cringy this this, this was, and I know that that, like, is poison for Teppers. It, 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 there's nothing that makes me despise a main character more than f- the way this character acted. It was like this character was created just to torment me. Like, he's everything I hate in a protagonist... Uh, and like, you're right. Like, okay. Whenever Nick Cage and the villain were fighting, yo, a plus, I loved all the cool little magic stuff they were doing. Uh, a lot of their like fights were pretty neat. Visual special effects aged perfectly. Like I didn't expect them to age as well as they did. Uh, it, it, that aspect of it is, is great. Um, just any, anything with that main character just immediately sucked all the fun out of this movie. He is a wet blanket on the narrative. Like, imagine being Merlin, and this is the fucking chosen one. Like, I would die, too. Because I wouldn't want to live to see this fucker take up my mantle. I mean, he probably knew. He probably was laughing as he died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, so he, he is the voice of Hiccup. That's why I recognize his voice. From all the How to Train Your Dragons. Oh. I remembered this movie being bad, which meant I was expecting it to be super bad, and I was correct. I thought it would so... uh, uh, The bits I saw were, like, a bit of the opening. um, Like, when the guy gets released, like, the villain gets released from the thing, and then, like, I saw a bit of the ending that was just on TV. Turns out I saw some of the best bits in this fucking movie. It just the whole middle of this movie is such a drag. Like, I can't believe how bad the middle of this movie is because it has a solid start. Mm. And, like, it doesn't have it has a, a solid great... start after the exposition. After the, at the start, I knew we were in trouble as soon as it was like, ooh. Like, seven yeah. straight minutes of exposition, then yeah. we start. After the exposition and after note chasing. Yeah, so. I kind of blocked that shit out of my mind. I forgot about the whole exposition at the beginning. Uh, when I say, like, strong start, like, when he gets inside the store. Yeah. Which, super aesthetic. That's how I want my house to look. Yeah. Uh, set design in this movie, fucking godlike. Yeah, the uh, props, the costumes. Yeah. Hot damn. Yeah. Um, the car. Yeah. Yeah, that's that car nice was car. dope. Yeah. The mirror, mirror stuff, very good, too. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, like, mirror sequences, like, a lot of the, yeah, the special effects are just great, but, um, the middle of this movie just, it feels like, one, nothing fucking happens, and two, so, okay, so when Cage was initially explaining how magic works, 
I expected this character to be like leaning into Magicka science, like like his his way like like initially what what I thought was Cage would try to explain magic in terms of like 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 being mystical and stuff like that. And initially, that the main character wouldn't gel with that. Like he'd go, like, "What are you? Like, I can't think like that." But then, as soon as the main character started thinking more scientifically about how magic works, it would like click, and he'd go, "Like, oh, okay, now I'm understanding it." Just they just didn't go anywhere with the science, like magic of science. No, it was it was really funny because it was like, uh, "Well, how does magic work?" Well, it works like science. Well, okay, how does science work? Well, basically, uh, uh, how Deepak Chopra says shit. Yeah. It, it just basically like eat, pray, love is how the ma- the magic slash science works in this. Yeah, something about electromagnets, something about satellite dishes. Trust me, it Don't all wear works. rubber shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt like this movie didn't know whether it wanted to be like a modern f- fantasy action film or a rom com, and it sort of half-assed both. It both were awful. But they felt like those two were just like sort of mashed together into one thing and they didn't mix very well and they half-assed both of them. So it just ends up like making both of them a lot well, weaker. Well, like, so I was telling you guys in the chat. So like when the, um, you know, when he's doing the like guest lecture and like the papers blow off his table and then he goes like meet the girl right away. I was like, fuck this. Skip, 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 skip. Ah, Nick Cage is back on screen. I can finally enjoy watching this fucking movie again. For or what little enjoyment I can get out of this movie, because I just knew exactly how that whole stupid fucking sequence was going to go. And later on, I skipped back to that sequence to watch it when you guys were giving me shit. And it went exactly how I knew it would go. So I was like, great. Well, like, it doesn't matter if you know what it's going to do. What yeah. matters is we're supposed to be watching this movie together. That's yeah, why we, we got upset. We, we don't want to make you watch something you don't want to watch. We just like want to watch it together. Because we all want to hate it together. <laughs> oh boy, is the hate flowing through me for this piece of shit. <laughs> is Bedknobs and Broomsticks gonna get out of the bottom? Oh, oh it turns out movies about children being inducted into magic or Tepper's fucking <laughs> kryptonite. Well, it's, it's weird because like, okay, I still like Harry Potter. Like, like, Prisoner of Azkaban is a really good movie and a great book too. What if you put Nick Cage in it? Yeah, you know what? Nick Cage would fit in as like a like with the type of professors that they've got at that school. Nick Cage would be fine. He could be uh, he could fill uh, Defense Against Dark Arts. He'd probably have a longer lifespan than uh, most of them. <laughs> but oh, I just this movie is painful. Like it is painful to watch. Like I'm not expecting protagonists to be like perfect, understanding, like immediately good at whatever they're doing. But you gotta give him some. You gotta give the audience some reason to root for them. Well, he's not like relatable. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a lot of like love for the the the, the Hollywood archetype that is thirty five year old playing a twenty year old yes. that acts like a twelve year old. Yes. I just like uh, enough like tiny. Like, why is every movie about like a baby man? Yeah. Well, uh, that it, was very it, common in like early two thousands. He was only twenty eight playing twenty. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. It just was it happened a lot. Uh, but my thing is, is like, there's no, there's nothing that makes me want to root for this guy. In fact, there's everything that makes me want to root against this guy. Yeah, that magical, that magical, um, like, um, pretty boy was uh, way, way, way better. Yeah, isn't yeah, uh, or like Horvath. It's so satisfying cheering for Horvath. 
Yeah. Also, he's defeated in the lamest way, and just like I guess he walks away. Oh he gets, yeah, he, that, that's that's he gets, a his, hook. he gets the staff knocked out of his hands, and then he gets knocked over, and that's the last <laughs> we see of him. Apparently, there's a short scene at the very end where you see that he's alive. Because I mean, how would he not be? Oh, yeah, end credit scene. But like, honestly, the like this is the thing that I find a lot of like show shows slash movies about wizards fall into is their climactic fights are basically beam spam like i'm gonna shoot my like magicalish projectile at you and you're gonna shoot your magicalish projectile at me and then like i just shoot more than you and i win and it's fucking boring that's and something i actually so kind of liked about this one though because it did take a little bit of a different turn on it because yes. he did turn the lights into tesla coils which was kind of like a neat yeah. thing but i didn't yeah. feel like the movie was good enough to actually make it, me feel good about that payoff yeah yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. quite <laughs> earn that but i saw what they were doing the magic really like it reminds me of my limited experience with mage the awakening because it is very mm-hmm. much like you are you you're not just shooting giant fireballs you are trying to set up things so that they the universe can believe that this happened except for the villains they don't give a fuck the villains do not care like first rule of magic don't let civilians see it villains do not care that's a good that's a good campaign setup actually like here's an artifact with like evil wizards in it don't yeah. fuck up that you know like this is a good mage to the awakening campaign but I don't know. They also played kind of fast. Dibs on like, playing Dave. I I really like. <laughs> Take um, him. I, I really like um, movies like this. Um, not this one specifically, but I you know like if you have a vampire movie, I want to know what your vampire rules are, like that kind yeah. of thing. Um, th- can people see magic or not? Movie can't decide. Maybe people, depends on the people scenario. Can't- People can't see magic if you if you bother having verbal components. The only spell with verbal components in the entire movie was Morgana's, and people couldn't see it. It had a, like a little interpretive dance element to it as well. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Every, everyone else just all about all about that silent casting, which apparently makes the spells very overt. Oh, and uh, Minority Report hands. Everyone's doing yeah. Minority Report hands yeah. everywhere all the time. Yeah. That oh, or man. she's casting it up-leveled to, to make it uh, subtle. Who knows? Guy with guy turning humans into dragon, definitely not casting subtle. Where did he go, by the way? He got... He died. He it, got crushed by the yeah. dragon. He got yeah. hit with a fireball and crushed by a dragon. Showed up, didn't say a word, died in like four minutes. One of my favorite characters. At least yeah. he got to exist longer than, like, the poor, like, Salem witch trial girl. He got to exist just long enough to not suck. Yeah, it's interesting. They did that with all of the Morganians who came out of the jar, except, well, I mean, like, Drakestone was not in the jar, so he lasted longer. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is so heinous for, like, so many extra words, more words than you need. Like, already it's a movie about sorcerers, but not, okay, you got sorcerers, we got Morganians and Merlinians, and your sorcerers have a Encantus, and your Encantus is... <laughs> and the Prime Merlinian. <laughs> the Prime Merlinian! Oh, guys, we, we gotta change our clocks, we're flying over the Prime Merlinian. <laughs> Important question. Did Horvath teach... Uh, Salem, uh, the concept of radio broadcast music 
just so she could deliver a line to then murder her as she captures that girl. Why does that Salem girl know what radio is? Oh. Oh, God. This movie is so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> like, okay, so, like, just as a side, like, I am so fucking fed up uh, with Chosen One plots just in, in, in everything. Like, I'm just so, so fucking tired of, like, you come from a great bloodline or you're the chosen one in this prophecy or blah, 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 blah. It's like, guys, he could have just been a random fucking nobody and he still... It, it, the movie would have been better for it, in fact. Like this, oh, I just, there's something about those plots that rub me just the wrong way. That's the plotline of Final Fantasy fourteen. We were chosen by a god, though. And we're You're not the only one. still a chosen one. Yeah, but it works differently in video games because you <laughs> yes, are actually the that. person. Like, you don't have to yeah. watch Jay Baruchel stumble. There are ways which it can be done well. This movie did not do it. Yeah, I mean, he he was just a random guy who was chosen by fate, the magic, Merlin, whatever. But it says he's got like Merlin's no, blood in his face. Like it's yeah, like look, Merlin slept with a lot of people. I doubt that Merlin actually slept with anyone. We've already established that sorcerers are no fat. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't want to expend your balls. vital energies. No, no. He was he was sleep, sleeping with the weave the like weaves of fate or whatever. He was bone in that that uh, loom. Oh, you're you're talking. Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth play just the wise? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a story the Merlinians would tell you. Oh my god! Also, also, man, like there's just like some aspects of this. Well, there's a lot of aspects of this movie that just feels so unnecessary. Like the whole like. Like, Veronica literally could have been... I don't know. I, I just... This, this movie exhausts me just thinking so, about how dumb it is. I I was thinking during this, because um, I'm a nerd and a metalhead, and I'm kind of all the vectors to be into um, Western esotericism and own snakes, which I do both of. Um, and uh, I, I kind of wish that this had been, considering it's by the creators of National Treasure, the National Treasure of Western esotericism. You know, like, give me, like, Disney can't do that because they're too, you know, beholden to, I guess, make money. But yeah. it would be cool if they were, like, uh, like kind of a Da Vinci Code thing. Like, if you yes. had, like, John yeah. D in there and Aleister Crowley and, like, you were referencing, you know, like, weird esoteric, like, practice and alchemy and stuff. But but everything, they, they use Merlin and that's fucking it. The, this movie feels like it was made by committee. Like so, like the individual art of the filmmaking of this movie has is good, but like the overall plot and just the way everything is presented just feels like Disney was like manufactured this to try to make a series out of it. Like, what's well, a movie about wizards for Christians? Is what it yes. felt like to me. <laughs> yeah, it's what it is. But it just like it just feels so bland. Like you're right. Like they could have leaned into so many interesting. Like you said, like National Treasure of Sorcerers, but instead it just was so boring. It was made by the same dude. I know. That's why I was expecting something a little better, honestly. The only things I remembered was, like, how stylish Nicolas Cage was and, like, the cool fucking runes on the floor. And then I was just like, and then I remember everything else not being great. And that was a correct memory. I remember, yeah. the, I remember the car chase decently well. 
I didn't remember the car chase at all, but I am happy now that there's another potential Nick Cage for Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Also need to, like, burn a devil symbol into my burgers the next time I make them. <laughs> make those for me. Like, I will eat yeah, no. a bajillion yeah, of those. I bet that's delicious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, keto goths, let's go. I guess you, like, you get, like, a, you get a pentagram cookie cutter is probably the best way to do that. Or just a star one. Yeah. Heat it up and then press it against the burger. You can or... get, um, like, they make them for restaurants, like, custom uh, grill marker things, basically. That's true. How much do they so, cost? Etsy probably has them. No, like, yeah, affordable. Like, you can get a, a thing to, like, a brand, basically, to brand the debate. To brand the, a pentagram. What you, I just realized what we were talking about. They're like 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, did you just look them up? Yeah, on Etsy. How much, okay. there? 20 bucks. Tw- 20 bucks for a, a pentagram pentagram brander like mm, that's that's pretty worth i just looked up like branding irons which is okay basically like it can be used for it yeah 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 um yeah like i feel like man the 45 minute to an hour cut of this movie probably really fun yeah that's just like action sequences yeah like just just cut out all, basically every time the, the um Dave is talking. Yeah, this 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 movie was a, an hour 42 minutes. It would be a really good ride, like one of those like sit in a chair and it shakes mm. you around rides. True. Mm. Like just cut out all the all the Jay Baruchel and um you know, get me to ride around in Nicolas Cage in a cool car and like fight a dragon and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. They could easily cut out 20 30 minutes. Of like just the stupid bullshit in the middle, and this movie would feel so much better to watch. Just like start with the, start with the chosen one plot line, but then Horvath kills Dave when he's ten. Or we need to do like a no fap edit of this movie <laughs> that no just fap. cuts out the cuts out the relationship between uh, the main character and the girl. <laughs> but she has to overcome her fear of heights, thus becoming more than a one dimensional well, character. Y- yes, but she does that by stealing his essence, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> she steals the essence after my favorite vocal joke that i didn't post was just like what did it say on the paper and she's like i'll tell you when we finish it's just if you come back alive and i was just like it said friend okay. <laughs> obviously but in the end it didn't matter because he had magicked his way into her pants yeah i super forgot she existed in this movie me too. Also, the, also fucking, like, the calling back to the roommate who hadn't been in since, like, the 20-minute mark. It just shows up. I do like his enthusiasm, though. Yes, I, 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 do I really like, character. I do really like, at the end, he's like, I have no idea what's going on, but I can tell you're participating. Like, that was very good. He just, he just wanted his friend to participate in life. I mean, Disney needed to meet their diversity quota. What are you talking about? There was there there was that Asian sorcerer who got uh, murdered five minutes ago. And this was 2000. Diversity quotas weren't a thing. This was 2010. I mean, even in 2000, like like they would throw in your token black oh, yeah. and Asian Guys, person, we, like we, yeah. Plus, there was a Chinese woman who was actually a white man. It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly diverse. Yeah, and they... there was a lot of 
nice little cop scene of like you know racist stereotypes against Asian people. <sighs> he was in character. He was in character. I mean, yeah. I think the biggest crime that this movie does is it's boring. It is so so boring for the entire middle part of the movie, and like not even like Cage just shows up too rarely. Like like if it. If Cage was, like, way more active in the middle of the movie, I would have been so much more into it. But it's just... Oh, man. Give me, like, a concurrent cut where, like, whenever they split up, it's just top top part of the screen is is Dave. The bottom part of the screen is Balthazar. <laughs> <laughs> just watch the movie you care about. Whenever Balthazar's not on screen, people should be asking, where's Balthazar? Yeah. That's what I was doing the whole movie. <laughs> like, the whole time, I was just like, oh, where's Cage? Because, like, Cage was really good in this movie. Hey, there like, was that scene with with Dave and Becky and a Cage. It was Cage time in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Cage time. It was actually probably... That was the only fine scene of the romance, probably. I don't know. There was something kind of creepy about the way that he interacted with her every time he interacted with her. Like, he insisted sure. on taking her to situations where she felt vulnerable and then forcing uh-huh. her to spend time there. Like, Yeah, that's yeah, that's how abusive relationships go. Well, and also, like, he had this weird, like, dude, you haven't seen her in ten fucking years. Why do you have this weird fixation on her? Well, she's the chosen one. She's the one. She's like, she's you know, unicorn. my soulmate. She was the hottest 10-year-old that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, it was fourth grade. I don't even remember most of my class yeah. from fourth grade. You're 30 now. Yeah. Sorry, you're 20 now. You're 28 or whatever. You're 28 pretending to be 20. Yeah. Like, it's just... Also, there's a lot of, like protagonist bullshit happening where it's like we're supposed to feel sorry for him but his school lets him have the entire new york subway to do whatever he wants it's like an abandoned interchange or something it's fucking rad though and hella aesthetic it would cost millions of dollars to it's in the school record as being an illegal lab or something something like that but like whatever the secretary says well it's like he seems to have a respected position at the school. Like, he's fine. Like, I like I don't understand this movie's weird thing of, like... <sighs> Nerds are lame. God damn it, I fucking hate Hollywood and Hollywood writers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really, like, dropped the ball on something that could have been cool. It is very, like, Big Bang Theory level. Yeah, movie, I've never actually. seen that. The Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Congratulations. Seven seasons or something. My my mom loves Big Bang Theory. My parents my also love that. My mom does too, which is part of why um, I know about it at all. Part of the be- reason, I'm not yeah. going to lie, why I quit the comic book store was I was tired of people saying, oh, your life must just be. Like, whenever I met someone over 40 who had never read a comic book, they would be like, oh, wow, your life must be just like this character from Big Bang Theory. I would blow my fucking brains out. <laughs> I'm, just gl- I'm, I'm just glad my mom's never been like, oh, you're just like X or Y character from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I'm so glad she's never done that to me. My I mean, mom's done that the- to me. Yeah, I mean that's oh. why our that's why our parents watch it is because it allows them to think they understand us. <laughs> yeah, see, see, 
I'm thankful my mom doesn't view it that way. She just loves the stupid autistic bullshit that Sheldon gets up to. So that's why she watches that show. I watched it for quite a while. I don't know, six seasons or something. There are funny jokes in it sometimes. I've seen Um, like bits and pieces because people have watched it while I was like going through. It is not something I think I've seen a full episode start to finish of. You're not a big sitcomer. I'm not a big TV shower. True. You're more of a Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. Hella Cage fan. Not this kid fan, though. Justin Long. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) American Dragon Justin Long. The existence of Justin Long implies the existence of a just out short. God, it's only been 26 minutes. <laughs> it could be a short episode. We do not have a lot to talk about. We don't own Like, this we are movie. just going to rip this Anything. apart piece by um, piece. And I think we're, we've already got a dead horse and we've already kicked it a lot. We, 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 we probably need to talk about the, um, um, broom, the mop scene because, like, that's oh, the, the whole point scene? of this. Yes, because yeah. that's the whole point of this movie, ostensibly, is the Sorcerer's Apprentice, um, sort of. This is like, proto live action remake actually now that i'm thinking about it holy shit this has all the problems of their feature length live action remakes and they did it anyways yeah true and it's like 10 years before them the only good bit about the sorcerer's apprentice scene was when the spray bottle like spritz them in the face and then they all go back to working i thought it was a cute scene yeah, like, but was, like, I don't fine. know if I would say like if we took out all the rom com shit, um, I would probably be a lot more critical of that scene. If that makes why, sense. Why? Why were the electrical outlets alive? Because uh, uh, in the original, like he basically turns every single inanimate object alive, mm. and then fucking fucks off while they basically destroy the tower. Um. Yeah. The way I look at this and all the sort of Disney live action remakes is like, is it adding something or is it better in any way? And I don't think like the whole time I was watching that and even listening to the music, I was like, I like the version of the song in the animated one better. Like I would like it just made me want to watch the animated one. It didn't do anything. There were some fun visual gags, like you said. And I liked I liked that there was like a Dyson vacuum involved at one point. That was kind of cute. Stuff like that, but it, why are there know. so many mops in there? Why did he let that place get so fucking filthy? Like, have some self-respect, idiot! <laughs> like, oh, there's pops built over the ground. There's pizza. My dog's peeing all over the place. Like, are you twenty or twelve? Twelve. <laughs> like, twenty-eight. He's... Playing 12. He's a child man, except he's also, like, a PhD student or something. If he's doing a guest lecture, like, yeah, but he's also only 20, so, like, no. Fuck, I hate this movie. But he can somehow, we, I don't know what his parents are or where they went, but he can also afford, like, to live in New York. I mean, having a kid like that, yeah. (laughs) Well, and also, like, like, okay, like, he'd have to be... There's no university in the fucking world is going to give an undergrad student their own personal space like that. So he'd have to at least be doing his PhD. But again, he's 20. Yeah, but like he's not even he's done smart. his undergrad. 
He's smart and never had friends because he peed himself in fourth grade. And everybody cares about that. Like, a guy I knew in fucking, uh, like, through elementary and high school, like, shit his pants in second grade. <laughs> Nobody cares. The only people who brought it up to him was us because we were we loved every so often to go like, hey, remember that time you shit your pants in second grade? And he'd, like, give you that look of, like, why the fuck did you have to bring that up? And we'd all laugh and then go on with our lives. I like that your example of, of it's no big deal is, hey, there's a guy from my childhood who did something exactly analogous and we never let him forget it <laughs> but like the thing is the only people who like ever talked about it were like close friends like nobody else cared everybody else went on with their lives nobody cared like you know like it wasn't like he was like well known among every class and student in the whole area as the guy who shit his pants in second grade like no nobody cares but did he claim that a magic shop was on fire because of his pants shitting no no was kind of the start of the dumb science babble too. He it was a it was a glucose spike that made him hallucinate. <laughs> uh, oh man, I do love when Horvath is in his apartment though, and like fucking pins yeah pin, pin, pins his Napoleon report to his fridge, and then just starts lecturing him on his quality of writing at nine. That was actually one of the best bits of the yes. movie. He's like, he's like, I was nine. He's like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Does not matter. I read this paper over and over again for ten fucking years. <laughs> yeah. Alfred Molina is so good in this. Yeah, that was something I wanted to say. Like, because like all of the magic they do is just like physics ish, but then like there's also just dozens of magical items that never get explained or anything, but are very not just physics like just like here is a vase that if you if you put your hand in it you're stuck there for 10 years here here is just a nesting doll that you get you get you become a layer on yes also if a, a thing is animal i can make it into a living version of that animal yeah and you need to get progressively more sorcerers to let somebody out the deeper they are in the doll or something like I'm, like I'm assuming he put like more protections on them, but like, 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 it, like as much as like faults this movie has, like I, I over explaining a thing can be just as bad as under explaining a thing. Yeah, yeah. I just like beginning of this movie. I like just the the random like the random magic items are pretty cool. Like his his yes. his, his like throw out, uh, uh, gilly trap door. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like like a lot of the magic in this movie was great. Like the effects and like uh they did some overall pretty creative stuff with with them. Um it was just uh, it was what, all the What were they trying to do? The the Morgan Oh my god. They wanted to raise the dead. resurrect. They wanted to raise all of the dead sorcerers. Okay. okay. Although apparently there was one hanging out in the in a pharaoh statue in oh Egypt. Yeah, like, and then it fucking blows up! <laughs> also, uh, it looked like three just, like, in the same graveyard in New York. That was yeah. amazing. That was, I think, probably my favorite part of the movie, when, like, during during the ancient evil thing and, like, like smoke shadows are, like, are, like coming out of the, the graves of where they buried the people, and one of them is, is, is an Egyptian pharaoh statue, and then when they, and so it, like, it's, like, cracking, because, like, somebody's coming out, and then when they... 
they turn off the ceremony or whatever, it explodes. <laughs> yeah. Like thousand, like possibly 5,000 year old <laughs> statue. Fucking gone. Also, like, was, was it going to resurrect the ones that Horvath killed and stole their powers it, from? It explodes and Connor just turns to me and goes, nobody will notice that. <laughs> no, you can't because the spell was subtle. Um... I also, I was saying this to Shauna, like, I can see what, like, the Hungarian mirror trap is definitely an old school spell, because, man, imagine, like, like a thousand plus years ago when there are very few mirrors in the world. <laughs> you get trapped in a mirror, and they just, they just oh, smash yeah. that one. Just like, man, I really hope that lake nearby is calm today. <laughs> that was, that was very cool. I'm going to steal that for some kind of D&D something. Hey, even even bad things can have good ideas in them. Well, they threw a lot of stuff at the wall in terms of the magic stuff. I'm yeah. not going to take the um, you need to wear leather shoes because <laughs> you got to ground yourself to do magic. Magic and Facebook yoga moms. That's very, like, fucking Reiki. Very similar, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, and it's like a part of this, like, magic is science thing that the movie doesn't do fuck all with this this movie was like given like a kind of cool thing and it would just like fucking drop the ball on the ground and they were like well we gotta throw some roses on there yeah like it has it has potential like like the idea of it is like on paper if you go like nick cage is a sorcerer i'm all in i have all stocks in nick cage is a sorcerer slaps table like fuck yes um it's just the actual execution just fucking sucks yeah tis a shame i liked um you had a turn of phrase i wish i wrote it down at the start of this that was like when you first saw the poster you're like lame ass underworld something or like yeah the 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 fucking uh poster had the like underworld pose uh where all like the three of them are standing on a tall building it's kind of a there's kind of a whole decade of movies that was like a lame-ass version of underworld it's like i could just go watch underworld instead this wasn't very underworld oh my god i just keep having jargon from this movie pop back in my head like plasma your plasma bolt and your vacuum sphere (laughs) and your yeah this is a cool setting though i want to play this setting yeah yeah like all the magic in this was executed pretty well especially visually yeah um and yeah the magic items fucking ruled the balthazar and horvath were excellent well i think it would be a better game than a movie probably i find just in general like magic is almost always better executed in books or like games i find compared to movies there is a tie-in video game on the nintendo ds hell yeah (laughs) Did it use the stylus? Uh, oh, this right, looks it's great! A Disney movie. There has to Parked be. cars would explode if given enough damage. This looks super good. Horvath has enchanted some trash bins to periodically spew forth hot steam that will harm Dave if struck. He had to avoid its steam blasts as it cannot be destroyed. That's that's my fetish, actually, is garbage cans spewing hot steam. 
Oh, wow. These are some fucking stylized character sprites, though. Oh, yeah. No, they're they're horrific. Oh, God. Oh, sweet Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That is some, like, oh, wow. It's like shit. Somebody got Rob Liefeld to (laughs) do Ace Attorney. Jeez. (sighs) All right, I'm... Yo, his nose is fucking huge. Oh, he's got the the monocle on again. Uh, Wait until you see the forehead on this kid. Oh, whoa. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Seven head. Man, I... I, I love the, the like line in the movie where he basically goes like sorcerers are big brained. Because <laughs> like in order to use magic you have to like oh. you use like a hundred percent of your brain or error. It's like, oh man. I forgot that. They yeah. use the humans only use ten percent of their brain thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, wizard sorcerers con- uh, uh, confirmed galaxy brained. I'm just going to straight up repeat something from another podcast, but there's a joke I really like from Sister Mastery where they build a monk who uses 100% of his fist instead of only 10% of his fist. (laughs) (laughs) Because humans, like, you make a fist and, like, so much of your hand is on the inside of that fist. But he learned to use the whole fist to punch. That's just slapping. (laughs) Shut up! I'm using 100 percent of my fist. There's a full lo- there's a full playthrough attached to this uh, uh, this fan- fandom article of the of Sorcerer's Printed DS game. It is four hours long with commentary <laughs> for our uh, new podcast where we play the games of the movies by no. just watching someone else play through them, and then just insert our own commentary over the. Oh man. Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad we got there. That was important. <laughs> Holy molar. I was really, really taken aback when um, that, uh, like, dragon float turned into a real dragon and the dudes inside just, like, morphed into a dragon. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a thing. It's a- body horror that I did some like kind of um, human centipede-esque stuff I did not expect in this yeah, movie. They were fine at the end. Oh yeah, that was fucking weird. Well, any other comments on this movie or shall we Kill move me. to Tepper Stops? Kill is me. Time, is it time to te- te- Tesla coil music over to te- Tepper Stops? <laughs> So speaking of the music, Jimmy Eat World in the fucking opening, my soul left my body. My soul like left my body. I was like, no, 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 stop! I like aggressively headbanged to it. That was. I understand that it was like 10 years ago, but that song was very old at that point in 2010. They had to aggressively inform you that it was the year 2000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tepper Stops. Uh, <laughs> this movie can go in the number 57 slot. Is that the bottom? No. Uh, a third from the bottom. That's knocking oh. out Atlantic Rim. This oh, movie is wow. better than Atlantic Rim. I mean, or, no, no. Sorry, I meant that the other way. It's worse than Atlantic Rim. So okay. the number fifty-eight. Okay. It's better agree. than Osmosis Jones. <laughs> yeah. Which I, actually I, I agree with. 
Yeah, I, I do not like Osmosis Jones. I'm going to take that as, like, Tepper would rather spend 90 minutes with the um, with the Chad pilot from Atlantic Rim than Jay Baruchel from this movie. Yeah. At least, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, like, at least Atlantic Rim was, like, watching, watching Atlantic Rim with you guys was fun. Even if the actual movie itself was, like, really bad, just, to, like, the various comments and stuff were, were, you know, like, like, it was a good time. This movie is no better watching it with people or alone. Like, it's just bad. It's just pain. Yeah, exactly. It is just pain. It is just suffering. Just gotta learn how to not pay attention to any scenes with vaguely teenagers on screen. It makes movies I'm, so much better. I mean, there are parts where I just, like, took my headset off and kind of stared off into space. <laughs> oh my god. We, um, we should have uh, all taken some uh, glucose and, and had a hallucination instead. Yeah, glucose spike. <laughs> Wait, so if I just if I just have a glucose spike, I, uh, Nick Cage will be in my room, right? That's how that works? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. <laughs> okay, now, so the actual movie's position is really bad, but, like, the villain was actually pretty solid. I liked him. Uh, yeah, uh, the, Mor- the Morganians. But uh, I mean, more specifically, Horvath. yeah, Horvath is the only yeah, one I, think I would count. Horvath is the actual guy antagonizing him the whole time. Well, and the rest of them aren't really feeling like, oh, Abigail Williams shows up for 30 seconds and like uh Asian man who doesn't speak at all. Don't forget Drake Stone and his his uh, his uh, illustrious magic career and apparent and fe- being featured in a Magic the Gathering product. Yeah, like he was fine Fucking too. Fucking Chris Angel wannabe. Yeah, we love him. Basically, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, he rocked heels. He rocked some pretty impressive. Yeah, heels. those. That was actually. Yeah. <laughs> bring heels uh, back for men. Goth's doing it. Need to bring back like uh, old like nobility art uh, fashion. Bring back heels and corsets for men. So for the uh, villain ranking, I think the number thirteen spot. Oh wow, pretty good. I, I liked him. Like I liked him, but like I, I have a slight bias toward like well dressed, uh, well spoken villains in movies. So it's easy to win me over with one of those. Thirteen, knocking out the FBI from. Uh, that was uh, gone. No, next, next, next. From next. And below, <clears throat> King Haggard from The Last Unicorn. Mm-hmm. King Haggard was such a fucking knockout fucking villain. I love King Haggard as a villain. He's really good. Very Shakespearean. Like, I love him a lot. Do we have a business dad? Is Cage a dad? I kind of, but I don't think it's worth it. No. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it either. I, I don't think Dave is worth it. I don't think Dave had parents. Yeah. I think the I think the ghost of mediocrity like impregnated a softball. Oh, 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 a can of soy. <laughs> a can of soy. <laughs> it gave birth to a soy boy. <laughs> uh, just while we're on the villains, actually, because I've been looking at that. Um, can we knock King Haggard up to the number eight spot, please? Number eight. Knock it out, Mansley. Mansley. Oh, man, I object. I don't, actually, but... I do agree this that is... they are very similar quality of villain. Those yeah. are like two of my favorite movies, so I can't. <laughs> and also below Dragons from Reign of Fire, which Hell is yeah. far too high anyways. Dragons. 
We've already established that we have very different lists. So I think actually King Haggard, because John, John brings up a good point. King Haggard should go oh. to the number five slot, actually. Extra oh, is he good above Nothing Komodo? Now, now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to be upset. My goal is to make everybody mad, and I'm succeeding. Thrax is so much better than Haggard. But just Mandis, slacks even from again. Oh, yeah, oh, man, does he have a shitty movie, but he's a good villain. Yeah, though that might be just like, it's easier to stand out in a bad movie. Komodo thanks you. Yeah, uh, that's it for changing his stuff up. We don't have Business Dead, Never in the Glory. Well, we got Dave, Dave and Becky. Yeah, they're perfectly matched with uh, Baby Unaflux. <laughs> no, actually, I, I, I'm going to give it to, like, Baby Unaflux in this case. Yeah, no. I yeah, really I want Baby Unaflux to win, honestly. D- Dave would have fallen But I also window. don't like being a part of Never in the Glory. It's not my aesthetic. I mean, yeah, like, name enough. one person in this list who's going to try to fight a baby. That's their first mistake. Without Cage Around, Dave is more likely to, like, trip and fall on, like, a knife or some shit. Also, this die. is Never in the Glory, which means he's a child, which means he has no magic. That's oh, oh, I see. Because this is ten-year-old Dave and Becky. Okay, okay, like that's fine. He's 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 exactly the same. Is it? 10-year-old yeah, neither Chip of them changed. Yeah, it's they true, got actually. taller. That's it. They didn't get any smarter. All right. Well, we'll decide that later. But I will put it in here as contention of they are ten or twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like it makes much of a difference. It is a very low power bracket. Like it's lit- it's pretty much actually all literal children. So like I don't know which of them is gonna try to fight a baby, but they're gonna they're in for a world of hurt. I think my money is on the group of twenty something criminals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look at those forty native horse students. I think everyone gets lethally bonked except for Team Reigns. <laughs> that's definitely that's probably who I want to win. Mirror Man all the way. Mirror Man all the way. <laughs> Freb forever. Do it for Spinks. Well, I imagine I that will have put me back below st- uh, Spencer. Yep. Not surprising. But I will support you all the way, Cage. You're 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 pretty brave on the Cage front, Ivan. What 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 point is there in life if you don't support the Cage? That is true. If 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 if, if that tanks your rating, then you know. Then what's the point of having a good rating? Exactly. <laughs> I honestly didn't expect this movie to be this bad. I don't think. Oh, I remembered it being did. bad, no. which means I knew it was going to be super bad. I like I watched it with family and just like, just yeah, didn't pay attention to the plot. Just just saw pretty good magic and quite good cage. So yeah, like I honestly thought it would like hit. You know, like I thought it'd be like Anne Flux, knowing tear movie it's like no this movie is just bad i think it's the thing where like in person this movie's probably like more enter i mean literally everything's more entertaining in a group when it's in person i, I was gonna say yeah you just like you feed off the energy more i don't know I, I i think watching this movie with people would be just as miserable like there are some movies that do get better watching with people like atlantic rim but this movie is just painful like it's just painful to watch you'll have to disagree but I put up with a lot of pain, so. 
I don't think it's painful to watch, but I definitely didn't enjoy it. Like, I wouldn't watch it again. If someone wanted to put it on, it would be like, have fun with that. I'm gonna, like, leave. <laughs> I guess th- you want me to go home. I, th- I yeah. get it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if anybody, like, if I'm ever over at your place and you want me to get me to leave, just go, like, yeah, I'm gonna turn on Sorcerer's Apprentice now. I think watch I'm gonna it. turn I'll on just... Sorcerer's Apprentice. Do you wanna watch it with me? And I'll go, like, have a great night uh, or day. I, think and... I have, like, I think I forgot, like, my baby in the dryer. I have to go home. I'll, I'll see I'll see you in three months when the stench is washed off you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I left the microwave, the stove on. I left the microwave on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I left the microwave like, on. So, you know, I just realized I set the microwave for five hours. Uh, also, the stove is on. Um, I think I left the bathroom tap on. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to climb into this you know, for I 10 think, years. I think I left my hundred mops uh, animated <laughs> back at my house. I got to go turn them off. <laughs> one more. But yeah, that'll be one more uh, entry into this bracket of Never in the Glory. So that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, it's a very low power bracket. We'll see what we add to it. Yeah. It, it's probably one of the lowest power brackets we've ever had. Because we've had some insane brackets before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we still have one more slot. We can get a powerhouse in there. <laughs> Just, like, crush <laughs> everybody else. It. It's <laughs> like, and <laughs> the next thing is literally a god. Good luck. Ah, yes. We'll watch Percy Jackson next. <laughs> is Nicolas Cage in Percy Jackson? No. Damn. He'd probably be better if he was. It's just, uh, I like IMDb. It's just like, more movies like this. And it's 12 movies. They're all basically the same thing. And they're all, they've all got a six star rating. <laughs> just like this one. Guys, remember this movie this got era a six? Of bullshit. Like, this is like Clash of the Titans era bullshit movies. Yeah. I mean, this is Percy Jackson era movies. They came out the same year. Night at the Museum. God, we're 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 really gonna re- regret the early two thousands as a century. I don't, I don't know. I remember I remember Night at the Museum being fine. Mm. Yeah, Night at the Museum's pretty good. But but yeah, there are definitely like trends in the movie industry that make me go like when you look back on it, it's like new metal. Like you're like, what happened, guys? Like why? Who okayed this? Yeah, banana, like banana banana terracotta pie. <laughs> System of a Down is like the only ba- new metal band that aged well. The rest disagree, are just like... but <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, I know your opinion on uh, what was it, Serge Tankian and his yodel band. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's like you know, like I was saying earlier, like the the clock stopper spy kid era of like kids movies was uh, uh, Agent Cody Banks. Like all those were just like, oh man, what were you guys thinking? According to however IMDb does their things, this movie is like Night at the Museum and Night at the Museum Two. Hmm. Uh, they have similar ratings. Ah, uh, sculptures come to life. <laughs> it's also like two Percy Jackson movies and the two Journey to the Center of the Earth movies. There are two of those? Well, I mean, one is Journey to the Mysterious Islands. Oh, sorry, Singular Island. Which I do like that terrible titling. Well, that's that's uh, the other story. No, I know, but I like that it's Journey to the number and then oh. it's the, myst- oh. the Mysterious Island. 
Weird. Also well, the 2010 Karate Kid movie. I think we're all ready for the sweet release of death. Yeah. Arbitrary ratings. Say. Yeah. Uh, our rating time. I rate this movie spending 10 years in a jar instead of watching this movie. <laughs> Mood. Uh, I rate this movie zero rats out of all of New York. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> of all the ways we feel cheated by this movie, the one you picked is not enough rats. Not enough rats. <laughs> because the witches were defeated and so the children never became rats i write this movie it fucking sucks don't watch it please ever not even ironically should have rated this movie the five minutes that you skipped <laughs> <laughs> i rate this movie the five minutes that i skipped and then went back and rewatched. i rate this movie one nicholas cage out of one terrible rom-com Take him out of it. Get him out of there. As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Connor. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening. <laughs>